0: Hey folks, just popping in here to say if you like this episode of the podcast, please give it a like rating, and if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. We can be found on YouTube, BitChute, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Links are all in the description wherever you're tuning in from. And now, on with the show. with you your humble hosers we've got the savage one signing in from his manhattan office and me i'm just sitting here at home
1: Ooh, yeah styling and profiling guns that never (laughs) own baby
0: (laughs) so uh how's new york
1: you mean you mean my lovely uh, fake uh, background there? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wanted to give the fans the illusion of, of me being a higher class individual than than I am, but uh, let's face it. I mean, if I move move two inches either way, it gets all. But it, it, you know, it's better. It's than actually
0: at- really good. It's uh, it's better than most uh, green screening I've seen podcasters do because, and, and it's also to do with the colors of that background and the fact of the colors that you're wearing. But yeah. I can't see that usual halo that goes around people. You know what I mean? You can usually see an outline around people, and I don't see that on you at all. So it's actually really good. Like, I mean, it does look like you're sitting there.
1: And I and I had to offset the terrible lighting that I've got in in my kitchen, and uh, this was yeah. one way one way to do it. Yeah, and I've got cool. I've got i I've got a few other screen choices there as well, and like I'm going to try and add add others onto it. But uh, today we'll go with this one, and we'll just pretend that I, like you say that I'm in some. Uh, You know, some journalistic, you know, like some highfalutin uh, newspaper or magazine place in uh, Manhattan or something.
0: Yeah. Start telling everybody you're a doctor of journalism.
1: Yeah, doctor of journalism. (laughs) Doctor of eh? (laughs) bullshitting.
0: There is actually such thing as a doctorate in journalism, though. Hunter Thompson actually did have one that wasn't something he was making up. (laughs) <laughs> nice he actually did go to school for the whole eight-year program and got himself a doctorate in journalism it was through the military when he was i think he was in the air force
1: okay yeah,
0: yeah. so he went on the gi bill or whatever the hell they call it
1: also uh i'm sure fans have noticed you know Dest. Uh, Destry, my co-host, the Canadian Info Warrior, has a much better setup as far as equipment and his audio quality, but uh, hopefully my audio quality is going to be upgraded next week. I'm waiting on a delivery of a podcast microphone that I ordered, so little by little, this budget operation gets a little better, eh?
0: Actually, I think your audio quality is pretty good on that laptop, though. It's surprising how well that microphone picks up.
1: Don't say that now that I spent the money.
0: (laughs) Hey, if you ordered it from Amazon, no hassle returns, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. uh, Let me just play around with this for a second. Okay. So let's uh, let's get down to it. Uh, There's a lot of things.
0: Apparently Sterling's got a lot of things to talk about for you folks today.
1: Brother, I am so full of piss and vinegar i <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be spitting nails today I'm fucking full of full of venom here. Well, Let's don't, start.
0: don't worry about the mask debate locally because they're not voting on that until the 20th well
1: that's why I brought it up locally here <laughs> to everyone that would listen cause as soon as I caught wind that for those that aren't from our community uh you know our town's a town of uh uh, roughly a hundred thousand and change. Yeah. And we're, we're far enough from Toronto that we're not a, not a concern and our virus numbers have been low, but we've got a bunch of idiots on our city council, a yeah. bunch of, bunch of leftists. Our mayor is, uh, was a, was a former, uh, member of the liberal party and a buddy of Trudeau's. So I guess, uh, guess he wants the virtue signal, and even though our, our community's got the numbers relatively in check, he thought it would be a good idea to virtue signal and, and propose uh, a mandatory mask law for our community. And that's supposed to go through July 20th, the vote. And uh, also the, the transit in our area, uh, it's been running, but what they've been doing is not charging uh, fees and having people enter through the back door of the bus because the drivers didn't want to be exposed. Yeah. But, you know, all these weeks with no fares being collected, it's uh, the deficit's mounting, so they've coincided. It's no coincidence that this vote on July 20th is also the day they're supposed to be charging fares once again on the bus and having people enter through the front So it's going to be mandatory to wear a mask on the bus because the driver's union, they're like, well, you know, you want to collect fares, drivers don't want to be exposed. So here we go, eh?
0: Yeah, and I don't see that as a problem, really, Uh, forcing people to wear a mask on the bus. I, I think that that is fine if they want to go for that, but trying to mandate it for every public space, I think, is pushing it a little far, especially considering we've we've always had and still have very low numbers here in Thunder Bay.
1: And as you and I have discussed too, that it was one thing in the initial weeks of this pandemic or virus, people didn't know what the fuck it was and everyone was taking precautions and, and fearful, but it's been how many months and still sitting at a 99% survival rate. Yeah. We're see- we're seeing more and more that the people that are dying and there are people dying of it, but let's let's face it. They they they're all either elderly or they have pre-existing health conditions, diabetes, heart and respiratory issues we're finding out and and I notice the media now I don't I don't know what what the deal is with the mainstream fake news media but they've really been pumping out the stories lately of oh but this young person died and this young yeah. person and then you you do a little digging and it's some some fat obese kid with asthma or some some kid with diabetes or you know once again like they're 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 doing the fear porn yep. in in order to fucking continue this narrative and scaring the public and who's it really serving because you're just businesses need to start opening up again like the economy's the shits Uh, I think
0: part of the reason for the fear porn through the media is the fact that we're talking about American media mostly and they've got Trump who's basically saying there's absolutely nothing wrong when there's a 100,000 people dying now, yep. granted, that 100000 is probably a, a heavily puffed-up number, but I think part of the reason they're doing it is because they're trying to make him shut the fuck up and, you know, change his tune.
1: Well, and, so and they, we, they we,
0: want we, to inflate the numbers and everything, and they want to make these stories very public to shove it in his face. So, well, again, and, it's politics.
1: Well, and, you know, the, this whole thing, the, the hypocritical left, what's been driving me nuts is one thing for all these thousands of protesters to gather on the streets cluster about and not only is nothing being done about it you have the police being told to stand down when they're when they're out of control and rioting so that stuff's okay in their eyes yeah but yeah it's okay for them to cluster and gather and spread the virus that they're so worried about yeah but joe uh, joe and mary that want to reopen their corner store or the mom and pop business the rest local restaurants oh no you guys got to stay closed there yeah. or, or we got to put such terrible restrictions on you that you're going to go costs under you
0: more money to
1: reopen so it, it, that's what's 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 uh, and and like like i said like there are people dying and you look in the states I looked uh, the other day, it was over 3 million confirmed in, uh, infected. Now, 130,000 dead out of 3 million, you do the math. Yeah. And it's still we're still talking 99% because you also factor in how many unconfirmed cases.
0: Yeah, as well and, as how many of the deaths are just inflated numbers.
1: Yeah, because we're hearing about <coughs> some things as ridiculous as... Uh, some old guy in, in a hospital who had, had uh, heart disease and died of that. And they're yeah. like, Oh, there's a COVID death.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that complications that due to COVID.
1: Yeah. So I, am just sick and tired. Like, uh, we've talked before, like I refuse to wear a mask, but if push comes to shove, I mean, I, I, I gotta work and I've got to fucking pay bills I can't uh, be sitting in jail, but I'm not going to wear one of those goofy masks. I guess I'll have to find some, uh, like a neck gaiter or a bandana and have it around my neck. And then when I enter some establishment or wherever it's being enforced, then I'll just flip it up casually. Yeah. As soon as I get the fuck out, drop it back down because I don't want to look like one of these tools wearing the fucking surgical mask. Yeah. You know, I'm not out there for fucking. I'm not, I'm not down with the cause. I'm just trying to, you know, uh, get along and, you know, and, and not, not be in jail because I'm non-compliant yeah. to, a, to a rule I think is bullshit.
0: Yeah, it sucks because as much as we'd like to, uh, both of us would like to just say, fuck you and, and, uh, fight it and not go along with it. We both have, uh day jobs that we got to deal with and we got bills to pay so unfortunately if it comes down to uh, a yes vote on that we're going to have to toe the line neither of us can really afford to be activists right now
1: and I forget how many councillors we've got if it's seven or nine or whatever but I know that our mayor I think it's nine
0: well well, I think it's seven no I think it's nine councillors Nine councilors for the ridings, and then there's like three or four at large. So I think total it's like twelve or thirteen or something like that. Well, at any rate,
1: I, I have a feeling it's going to be a close vote because mm-hmm. right now the mayor uh, mm-hmm. I, I, it
0: is thirteen because you just reminded me the last vote on this was uh, swashed down ten to three.
1: Yeah, and now the mayor so it's 13.
0: definitely thirteen.
1: Now the mayor says he's got uh, a few more people on board, so it's going to be going to be nip and tuck. But I'm yeah, hoping a few it, of
0: them have changed their tune. Yeah,
1: you know, including that commie Shelby Chung. I can't stand that broad. Yeah, she's another one with the virtue signaling and the fucking total leftists. Uh, oh yeah, the leftists in our city love her. Yeah, and it, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like back in the day. When I was younger, I was a classical liberal, live and let live, whatever kind of thing. But now as I've gotten older, you know, I want to I wanna have more of my money. So I don't want my taxes getting jacked up so other people could freeload off me. Mm-hmm. I don't want fucking, uh, you know, I don't want to have to put up with fascism of any kind. I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm all about facts over feelings. Yeah. So back in the day when I was all about feelings... Now I'm like hey your feelings have nothing to do with the facts so fuck you I want to keep my money and don't infringe on my rights so now I'm more libertarian I guess yeah. smaller government smaller bureaucracy and you know leave me the fuck alone kind of thing you, know, you, you want to be a vegan uh, pacifist fucking whatever that's on you but don't tell me I can't own a gun and eat meat and you know yeah. that's, so that's my whole spiel on that i'm not all but yeah so my asshole of the week is our mayor uh bill morrow we haven't had one of those in a long time (laughs) it's been a long time but i thought there's so many assholes lately i got to start bringing back our asshole of the week so just just for uh just for the sake of clarity asshole of the week thunder bay mayor bill morrow Oh boy, I doxed us. We're in Thunder Bay. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, people always knew that. Yeah, well, and I've let it slip a couple of times. I just, we I just said don't that feel, right from the start, though. Yeah, and I don't feel the need to, you know, I'm not going to go on about it every week kind of thing, but if it slips out, it slips out. Just, I don't think it's that important. And if anyone wants to to come pay me a visit, well, that'll be your last mistake because, uh, you know, yeah. If either like of our that.
0: houses get swatted, there's not very many people to choose from. We don't have a whole lot of subscribers or viewers. <laughs>
1: uh, and not only that, like you know, all the all the years of uh, weightlifting, martial arts, bad temper, uh, working in the bars. You know, if anyone were to, it's happened before when people made the mistake living in the ghetto that I live in. People have made the mistake of breaking into my place, thinking there's an easy score to be had, yeah. and they. And they wound up in the hospital for regretting it, so I'll just put that out there. I'm not one yeah, of these but so- all
0: your skills aren't going to do you squat if the SWAT team shows up at your door.
1: <laughs> well, that's just it. I, I'm not even talking about SWAT getting swatted. I'm talking about one of these jack-off uh, soy boys that that's with Antifa or something and, and thinks they'll make a name by taking me out and they'd be like, yeah, go for it, see how that works out. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Most of them are yeah. very well-equipped, especially not in Canada.
1: No, no. And with my background, it'd be a bad move for anyone thinking about it, even though I'm getting long in the tooth. But, <laughs> yeah, so that's the mandatory mask law that's uh, irritating me and looks like it's coming our way, and I'm totally against it. And I think uh, the problem is, as much as I want to fight and protest I've put it out there on Facebook, and I've told people, hey, this is when the vote is, show up, let them know you think it's horse shit. I just see too many people that are just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. You know, like they just, we were surrounded by fucking sheep. The ones
0: that are against it won't bother showing up. It'll be the ones that are for it that'll show up.
1: Yeah, and we're surrounded by cowards and sheep and yeah. And people that just like, oh, the government's gonna protect us, so we'll we'll put up with a little bit of fascism and tyranny as long as they take care of us. Yeah. You know, Nineteen eighty-four Orwellian state all the way. Yep. Anyway, enough enough about this fucking I, mask.
0: I, I saw a meme on Facebook with a picture of that book saying that it should be moved from nonfiction or it should be moved from fiction to nonfiction fiction. now.
1: Absolutely. You know, like, uh, <clears throat> it's, almost mo-
0: like it, it's almost like people have been reading that as a how-to
1: well just like with fake news what influenced me about fake news and I rec- I highly recommend this movie to anyone that can find it 1976 movie called Network I, uh, Faye Dunaway I forget the name of the other uh, stars but the movie really impacted me and this was back in the mid-70s and it was supposed to be kind of farcical and satirical in nature, but really it kind of outlined how corporations, you know, the advertisers and shareholders of these news corporations, you know, they control the narrative on the news. And it was funny in this movie, they basically predicted the fake news that's coming out today yeah. and how, how these media outlets... You know, there's the saying, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm -hmm. The more sensational the story, the higher the ratings. So let's get this thing, you know, jacked up. Let's let's crank out the, you know, let's crank out the gore. Let's make things scary. Let's make it exciting. And how many times have we seen, you know, CNN, MSNBC, whoever, CBC in Canada, Steady with the fucking. They get caught in their own lies, and then they double down. Yeah. Even even using crisis actors and yep. and or bringing up stories from other regions and saying, "Oh no, this happened here on this date," and then you find, out, "Oh no, this was from another." it's it's ridiculous, but yeah. they 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 don't care because literally people are so busy trying to just get ahead and pay their bills. When they come home and they flick on the news, they're just so dumbed down and tired and stupid. that they go
0: along with it.
1: Yeah, they're just like, ooh. Yep. A bunch of drooling idiots like, oh, they're telling me that everything's bad. Everything's sexist. Everything's racist. We're all pieces of shit. Oh, I guess it must be true because the news said it. <clears throat> and the brain, so the,
0: the brain is too tired to think because they've been working all day, so it just feeds right in.
1: And everyone's popping those pills for all their ailments. Everyone's into the big pharmaceuticals. Everyone's into the fucking uh, oh, let's get on the weed. Oh, the weed, the weed. You yeah, <laughs> know, let's get, let's kill some more brain cells. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's drink that fluoridated water. Oh, that that fluoride. Because we know, how good fluoride is for IQ, uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah.
0: I, I gotta tell you, dude, I, I've been using the weed myself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: it does. It I, does got,
0: I got CBD chocolate bars that I eat in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, and I got uh, THC chocolate bars, uh, indica THC that I use to help me sleep.
1: Well, it's, it's one thing as a medicinal thing, but I'm talking about these people that are literally using it as such a crutch Oh yeah. that, they're, that they're like they're like Joey Coco Diaz and smoking <laughs> like like thousands of dollars of freaking weed like they're yeah. junkies. You know? But, uh, yeah, it's, we're living in clown world. Uh, folks, you know, George Orwell's 1984, his other hit book, uh, Animal Farm. Look at the movie Network, 1976 that came out. You know know
0: what else actually really uh, showcased how the media does that and the way it's owned by the corporations and everything? Something that uh, most people have probably forgotten even existed was Max Headroom. Yeah. Remember Max Headroom? Yeah. Uh, You know, if you actually, you know, most people just remember Max Headroom as the CGI uh, head on, on TV. But if you actually watched the series that's what it was about was how the corporations had taken over the media and the media was keeping everybody controlled with fear. And if it bleeds, it leads and, you know, to hell with whether or not it's a true story.
1: <laughs> and you even look at a movie like Logan's run. Yeah. Uh, there was another, uh, dystopian type movie. Uh, and I've got it in my collection and now I'm forgetting the title of it. I think it was THX eleven thirty. Yeah, that was a Robert Duvall. Look up that movie, folks. That movie showed how far things could, and, and you know, it was a movie, but really, it kind of showed you know how far things can go if we let you know let the AI take over, let the yeah, you know, let the anti-human kind
0: of even uh, a movie like Johnny Mnemonic to a certain degree showcased a lot of that dystopian future.
1: Minority Report. Keanu eh? Reeves, Johnny you know, Mnemonic. My, and look at Minority Report, the predicting of, uh, you know, in that the Tom Cruise movie, the predicting yep. of thought crime. And then, yep. oh, you know, we're arresting you because, uh, you know, we read your thoughts and we think you're going to commit a crime. And it's like, I haven't, though. I yeah. haven't committed. You know, and, and you see how, you know, that can be corrupted and that's, this this is what we're dealing with folks is all these people tinkering with nature, tinkering with science, trying to take tinkering with artificial intelligence, trying to take things to the utmost outer limits, but who's to say that that's going to be any good for our future? Exactly. You're seeing like it, it's it's all being corrupted and it's uh you know like medicine even, like medicine the whole idea to me about medicine was you know, curing curing basic ailments and managing pain and, and, you know, knowing getting to know nutrition and supplementation for what a- ails you. But now they're literally trying to think of how we can live forever. And yeah. that means let's replace the human body. So when your body gives out, we'll just transplant your brain into, you know, and, and who's to say, so what, you're going to end up being like some zombie. Yeah some cyborg is that what you really want is that a quality of life but this is what the kind of things these these morons you know even look at the CERN. well
0: sam tripoli and uh, xg on the uh, tinfoil hat podcast had a an interesting guest on one time and and you know of course i don't remember who it was but uh he was talking about how the big pharmaceutical industry was founded by the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds back in the 20s. And before then, or even before the 20s, actually, because it was uh, just after the Titanic went down. And, you know, before that, it was all almost all holistic medicine. It was all natural stuff, and, you know. But then along came Big Pharma, and now instead of curing cancer, you're being treated for it because that makes more money.
1: Yeah, I noticed how. <laughs> notice how cancer rates through the years, they aren't going down, they're going up. Mm -hmm. And I always found that odd. Like, oh, we're doing so well with our medical research and medical and pharmaceutical. And yet cancer rates are going through the roof. Now, is that partially to do with pollution? Probably. Is Mm -hmm. it partially to do with, uh, you know, our lifestyles? Like we're eating more junk, more Mm -hmm. GMO? Probably. Uh, but also how much of it is the vaccines, these vaccines that they that they pump into us to, to stop one thing, but then 10 years later, it morphs into cancer cells and you're getting cancer or mm-hmm. kids are being born at a higher rate, autism rate than ever before. You know, like, sure, 90% of people, they take the vaccine, they're fine. And then you get a, a small percentage that, oh, geez, my kid's got autism and he didn't have autism before the vaccine. Yeah. Or, or 10 years down the road, geez, my cells have fucking all gone for a shit and I've developed <laughs> cancer. Oh, what's that all about? Yeah. So sometimes, you know, we, we over overstretch and overreach when it comes to science and medicine. And maybe sometimes you could say, oh, well, they're, they're, they, they mean well. But I also think there's a lot of nefarious, you know, scumbags that are looking for, let's create a problem so that we can provide the solution. Yeah. I'm on a roll today, buddy. I'm on fire. (laughs) New world order! Bilderberg! Fuck. (laughs) Fuck you.
0: Yeah. CERN, harp.
1: CERN, HARP, DARPA, all of you fuckers. Yeah. All right, let's go on to Harp is else.
0: changing the weather, and it's creating canary dogs. I don't know. <laughs> They're
1: making the frogs gay. Don't you understand? They're making the frogs gay. <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, uh, channeling his inner Alex Jones there.
1: Here's some more fake news for you. So, uh, As you know, I uh, while well, I support... French you know, vanilla
0: coffee. Oh, my favorite.
1: French, French vanilla. Nice. So, uh, these fucking assholes in Antifa, you know, they've corrupted the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, you got that Chop or Chaz in Seattle. You got, uh, you notice a lot of these Antifa guys. A lot of them white, by the way, white white leftists, yeah. white, white communists, kind of like uh, manipulating and bribing a lot of the BLM guys. To get in on like the rioting, the looting, yeah. the violence, you know, and we're seeing like, uh, and the news, they just love, just love making these guys out to be heroes and portray anyone that's actually a victim who happens to be white, you know, portray them as <coughs> racist. I've seen a number of videos where one of their tactics is blocking busy highways yeah. or surrounding vehicles. And what's been happening lately is, you know, first they started saying, "Oh yeah, see how these guys are running over these protesters, these <laughs> peaceful protesters." Yeah. And then, you, then you see the full video, or you see someone else's camera uh, recording, and you realize that they were trying to beat the fuck out of the driver and pull them out of yeah, the vehicle. Exactly. And out of fear, they 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 went went off to get away. Yep. So the fake news in Seattle, they fucked up big time recently. So uh, I guess Antifa and BLM, they were blocking a highway, a busy highway outside of Seattle at night, not smart. It was, and it was a certain time, a night where it wasn't over. And you weeks.
0: notice, I think I've mentioned this before, but you notice how most of these protests that we're hearing about are in places like Seattle and other Leftist Outpaying. cities like that where people aren't carrying guns everywhere they go. See, these Antifa fuckers, they know they'd get shot if they did that in Texas.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> so you look at like, uh, so they do it in places like Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, yeah. you know. Uh, Those so, are
0: places where people don't have concealed carry permits and stuff like that. Well, yeah, exactly. They might, but, you know, apparently maybe it's such a leftist population that hardly anybody carries. I don't know what their actual individual gun laws are, but Seattle is not really known for people carrying guns. So I would imagine that it's probably just an open carry state or something like that.
1: And it's ironic, like you look at a, like Chicago supposedly has like a gun ban, no go, a no gun zone, and they have the highest murder rate in the states, or yeah. at least they at least they did before the pandemic. Uh, so anyway, getting back to the Seattle story. So I guess the Seattle, the local news in Seattle and other affiliates picked up this story and ran with it. Oh, here we go. Some redneck has ran over some protesters yeah. on the highway in the middle of the night. And then it was later found out that the driver was black. And you see the video. And it was pitch black, and for whatever reason, the highway, that section of the highway, was poorly lit. And Buddy's just flying, because it is a highway. So he's flying down the highway, comes around the bend, and there's a whole whack of these protesters right in the middle of the fucking road. Yeah, where he's got no time to stop. He's trying to put on the brakes and veer to the left and try and get around, but they were all the way across the road. So he clipped three of them and i haven't heard if if any of them died i know two of them were in like critical condition or something so i'll have to get the update and then he was being charged with some sort of attempted vehicular manslaughter or something yeah and then they find out oh guess what he's not white he's black the driver's black he's not a redneck racist white guy yeah oh well, let's squash this story because it doesn't fit the narrative
0: now. Yep. Plus, he probably will get off once they uh, go through all the testimony and everything and realize that where these guys were standing, they weren't leaving any room for vehicles to stop.
1: Yeah. But these news, it was so funny, these news, news stations, are I mean, running.
0: one of the first things that uh, you get taught when you're a truck driver is if you ever have to pull over to the side of the road you try to make sure that you're in a place where there's plenty of visibility coming from behind you so you don't get smucked.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, if you if you break down on a curve or something, you try to limp it a little farther down the road so there's a little more visibility before somebody comes flying around the corner and then they see you 100 yards down the road. Okay, they've got time to stop or move over. But they come around the corner and you're right there 10 yards away, there's a problem.
1: Exactly. Oh, and and here's the name. Here's the name of the driver. Hey, how white does this name sound? Dawai Kalete. Yeah, Dawai Kalete. Yeah, okay. Dawai Kalete. And I seen. That's
0: definitely a good old boy in my books.
1: Yeah. Straight out of Kentucky, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I seen him being taken, uh, the video of him being taken into court. It's a shit show, so there's your fake, more of your, another shining example of fake news and, and bullshit, so this yeah. is why I tell people, it's okay to watch your, you know, in a small community, in most small communities in Canada, you can get away with watching your local news, because yeah. regional stations tend to be small and less politicized, because they, they're not pulling in the big corporate advertising dollars. That's right. So they're not as, but if these, you know, Seattle's a big town, likely uh, if it was a Fox or CNN affiliate, you know, you know who controls the purse strings. Yep. So they, they ran with the story because, you know, more of that fear porn, eh? Like, yep. uh, let's get the race war going. Look at this bastard whitey running yep. over poor, innocent black folk. And,
0: and part of the problem with that now too, nowadays, is just the internet in general because these media corporations now they're all fighting to get the story out first and because with the internet you can get the story out so fast that's quite a fight for them and so they're fighting to get the story out first and they're not really paying much attention to whether or not the story is right they just want to get it out there
1: and that you know that was just like the that movie i mentioned before the movie network you know the whole premise in that movie was they you know the the last place network and the ratings made the jump to first place by by doing a bunch of fake news and hyperbolic stories and yeah and all kinds of running all kinds of scams and stuff and uh, and here we go like you know oh we want to we want to get ahead in the ratings we got to come out first with the story exactly. So, We'll figure it out as we go.
0: And before the internet came along, that wasn't quite as bad because, you know, they knew that they had time to get it out there before anybody else even heard about it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that got me fired up, but, uh, something that got me even more fired up was, uh, I don't know if you've seen, there's a video, uh, I saw it on Twitter and then I, uh, saw it again, uh, It's funny, of all places, uh, Alex Jones' uh, Infowars. (laughs) But I did see it on someone's independent Twitter feed there. They put the video up. So there's this uh, Baptist church in New York, uh, somewhere in New York State. And uh, I guess same thing, uh, Antifa and BLM, this coalition of uh, radical leftists, and I guess they figured they'd block the entrance to the church and harass churchgoers. Except, yeah,
0: there's a good decision.
1: There's a good decision. And it got caught on video. <coughs> and it wasn't just like black against white. Like I said, half, half these leftist protesters, most of the Antifa guys are white leftist communists, yeah. and they just corrupted this uh, Black Lives Matter movement to do a bunch of dirty stuff for them. So they they figured, oh, we'll create a little race war at the the church. So here it was, and what's funny is this church is a mixed congregation. Hmm. So I guess uh, the the church deacons and the minister, whatever, they were on the steps trying to keep these protesters from physically preventing uh, people from getting up the steps into the church. And in this video I saw, it just, it made me furious i know it made alex jones furious cuz if you see see his reaction he was he was ready to go off oh yeah so there's this poor lady young young mother she's got like one one infant in her arms got two youngsters alongside her she's trying to she's holding the hand of the one youngster and trying to like scurry the the other one in front of her up the stairs and these big goofballs these thugs that uh, Antifa hired were screaming a bunch of obscenities at her and the kids entering, like, real tough guys here,
0: right?
1: Yeah. So, so the deacons are you know, and the church, male church members are trying to funnel these parishioners in and keep the, the protesters off them. They get into the church. They try to have the church service, and guess who breaks in the door and just starts yelling a bunch of gibberish Unreal. as they go up and down the aisle in the church service. So then you see the video end with police, uh, New York the State police, priest coming.
0: drawing his gun and firing on them. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wish, I wish, because that's what these motherfuckers deserve. Like,
0: but at least like, the police showed up. That's that's a good thing,
1: at least. I didn't see any arrests, so all they did was bulldog them out the door. So. Yeah. Once again, limited in what they can do, because, you know, probably the mayor, that Mayor de Blasio or Cuomo, the governor, was like, oh, no, no, bad optics. We can't be, uh, can't yeah. be roughing up these.
0: Well, and to a degree, he's right.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. unfortunately,
0: it, yeah, he can't win in that situation. It would play out bad for him.
1: Because, you know, so th- that's what these guys are doing, you know, whether it's blocking traffic, yeah.
0: They're... going in. Part of their uh, of their goal is to get the police to come in and beat up a few of them for the bad optics.
1: Yeah, you know, just like that St. Louis uh, couple, the mansion couple that had the the protesters trespass on their property, and buddy comes out with his AR fifteen and the yeah. wife's got a pistol, and, oh, <clears throat> and you know, and everyone's freaking out like, oh, look at these hillbillies pointing their guns at peaceful protesters. Yeah. These guys, it was a private gated community. They broke into the, these people's private property. Yep. There's a hundred of them, and like these two old geezers, these two old boomers who happen to be defense lawyers and civil rights lawyers. <laughs> Here's the irony. And, uh, you know, more of that great irony. I love shit when yep. shit like this happens. And they're the ones pointing, pointing guns, guns, telling these fuckers, get off my property or I'll shoot you. Yep. Oh, you got to love it. You got to love it. So, yeah, another. Another fucking exact shining example of uh, you know these radical leftists. Like we are, we are slowly going into a culture war, and it's not. Uh, we need a voice of reason some at some point in this because obviously everyone hates Orange Man. Orange Man bad. Yeah. <laughs> you look at the other side, and you're not being presented a very good option. No. So you need like, and that, that brings me to guess what. We have a. We talked about Jesse Ventura, previously, there's another candidate for president. Oh get a, okay. Yes, I know. <laughs> Kanye West is going to save America. Kanye West for president? Yeah.
0: And if we thought Trump was screwed up,
1: <laughs> and here's 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 my conspiracy theory about Kanye West running. I think the president. Has been planting the. I think Trump's been planting the seed in Kanye because Kanye's still going around wearing a MAGA hat. I think he's planted the seed in in Kanye that hey, you know, just in case I don't win, maybe you should run. Yeah. For and Kanye, <laughs> we can't have that senile old fucker Biden win, and then Kanye's like got such an ego and he's crazy. He's like, yeah, you're right, Trump. Yeah, maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring. Yeah, you're a good, you're a good guy, Trump. But, but what he,
0: they still got to put him on the ballot
1: well i think if, what it, if the
0: rnc doesn't put him on the ballot he can't i mean he can he can run people can write him in but it's not going to happen
1: but here's my conspiracy theory i think i think that that, that crazy fucking uh, i think i think the orange man is thinking in his head if we have kanye run as third party he's going to split the vote cuz a lot of the minorities that would have voted for biden They'll vote for Kanye, and then that's how how Orange Man gets uh, reelected. So that's my conspiracy theory. But just shows <laughs> all these fucking scumbags. Every party, they're all fucking scumbags. Like it's it, now it's just a popularity contest, eh? Yeah. Kanye for president, twenty twenty. There you go. you uh, fucking-
0: wouldn't have my vote if I was down there. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> Jesus, can you can you imagine? Like, they'd be like okay now jesse
0: ventura that? would get my vote but not kanye
1: <laughs> and ironically when jesse was the governor of of minnesota he fucking fixed their bureaucracy balanced their budget yeah. trim the and then and fix the roads fix the roads and he basically got sick and tired of the press attacking him and And fucking establishment uh, parties shitting on him. Yeah. So he was like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." Yeah. So he just didn't run for a second term. And look at the state of Minnesota now; it's a shithole. But he would have had a second term easily
0: if he had run for it. He was he was loved in Minnesota.
1: And he was a libertarian, like he was like, you know, like trim the fat, fucking. I don't care if you want to, if you're gay and want to be married. I don't care if you smoke weed. I don't care about, but I don't need a big bureaucracy. I don't want high taxes. You know, he was he was right down the middle of, of having taking the best aspects of right and left wing politics. Yeah. And you no, know, and, and I guess after all these years being away uh, from politics and being away from the governorship. He sees what a shithole America's turning into in the division and he's deciding to throw his hat in the ring again. But Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, you you want somebody who will really drain the swamp. That's the man to vote for.
1: Yeah, like if, if I had my if I had my way, if I was <coughs> you know, for Canadians, but if I had my way and I was down there and a person of, of influence and power, the guy I would want running things down there, the Rand Paul.
0: Eh, I don't know well, about his that. Dad,
1: his dad, Ron Paul, but his dad's getting up there.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Ron Paul would survive a first term. No, <laughs> but Rand, yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, he's the closest thing to a libertarian the Republicans have, and then on the left, Tulsi Gabbard, like on the Democrat side. Tulsi, I, I like. Th- I always thought Tulsi because she would have cr- she would have crossed all the. All the Ts dotted all the eyes yeah. for for, uh, for uh, lib- liberals because she's like anti uh, anti war. She doesn't believe in the regime change wars. Yeah, you know she believed in health. <clears throat> and she has,
0: she's served in the military herself, so she's got that firsthand perspective of it.
1: Yeah, but they of course they buried her because the establishment Democrats they wanted they wanted old crony Biden. Yeah, even and then bernie you know this is two uh, two two uh, elections in a row that bernie allowed himself to be cucked and he was the he really he was the popular choice in both times but he was railroaded yeah. and, he, and people lost faith faith in him because they see that he when it when push comes to shove he he gives up so i almost makes you think he doesn't want the job. He just yeah, wants-
0: but Bernie's also a classic uh, corrupt communist. Yeah. So he wouldn't have been good in that position anyway.
1: No, because he had all the great talking points. Oh, free education, free health care, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, what were people's tax rates going to be? Like yeah. 90%. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. And not me.
0: only that, but, you know, the way he's talking and everything, and then you look at the multi-million-dollar mansion he lives in and his private jet, and, you know, and then people question him about being like Venezuela, and his answer is yes. No. People don't no. want to be like Venezuela.
1: No. No bueno. And, and
0: Venezuela was what he almost always pointed to as an example of how things should be done.
1: Yeah. yeah okay. They're eating cats and dogs and fucking bread lines yeah. are worse, worse than early <laughs> Soviet Russia. Uh, yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, off, off So the it's polit- good
0: that Bernie got cucked and, and basically got knocked out of the uh, race
1: both times. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, getting off the politics for a minute. Uh, uh, you and I are kind of rednecks at heart and, uh, <laughs> Our musical tastes uh, just are often...
0: good old boys.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but uh, just recently, Charlie Daniels.
0: Yes, that sucks. Uh, we lost a legend.
1: Dead at age 83. <clears throat> and guess what, folks? It wasn't from COVID either. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I, yeah, just, actually,
0: uh, I'm surprised they didn't uh, say anything like that.
1: Yeah, I think... Uh, you know, knowing where his politics lie, I think he made sure that that got out that no, it wasn't COVID, so fuck yeah. off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the man behind the devil devil down Georgia. The devil
0: down to Georgia.
1: Stroker's
0: uh, theme from the movie Stroker Ace. With
1: yeah, Burt Reynolds. And he had a lot of patriotic, you know, Americana type uh, Southern rock and country tunes. Yeah. Uh, great, great multi instrumentalist. Like, he could the fiddle, the guitar, the you know, he was, you know, he uh, was a uh,
0: hell of a fiddler,
1: yeah, a real legend. And, uh, so, yeah,
0: yeah, that's definitely. Salute to I, the CDB,
1: yeah, Charlie si-
0: Daniels band,
1: Sayonara Charlie. Uh, it was. We'll be missed, but uh, your music it will live on at least yeah. for at least for a while until at the new generations. <laughs> yeah, at least until the communists take over band music, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, here's, here's here's a couple of you know every every so many years we get these uh, reboots or uh, you know uh, remakes of different TV series movies. A couple recent uh, announcements, I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, I grew up watching this cartoon, uh, it was one of my uh, staples, remember the old Beavis and Butthead cartoon? Oh uh,
0: yes, I heard something about them bringing that back.
1: So they're going to do a reboot, but apparently, uh, you know, apparently the creators aren't aren't overly happy, they're kind of begrudgingly having to go along with this as they don't, they're no longer in control of their franchise
0: yeah
1: and it looks like uh, there's gonna be an Sjw uh, bend to this new uh, new reboot uh, they'll introduce some new characters and eventually kill off Beavis and Butthead so go <laughs> figure so go figure eh uh, uh, if that doesn't make you sick to your stomach how about this <coughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. The Johnny Depp franchise, I mean that's, but it's a, it's also been a, you know, he's always had a diverse cast of characters there's always been female co-stars uh, but you know, now that Johnny Depp's basically semi-retired from the movie industry and going through a nasty uh, divorce uh, trial with his ex I guess Pirates of the Caribbean want to continue the series, but you know, they got to put this new uh, SJW politically correct. Uh, of course. So it's going to be an all female cast of oh, pirates. Christ. Just Oh, like, uh, Christ. Just like what. Why imagine. does it have to be
0: all female? As you were saying leading up to this, it's always been diverse. Yeah. He's had black characters, he's had female characters, he's had Hispanic characters, he's had, you know, Jamaicans, like, and, and male and female. Even and, and and that was the thing his first mate protested is that it's unlucky to have a female on board. That was the belief back then, and and even, so they <clears throat> that was kind of how they explained away having a woman on board in a time when there wouldn't have been a woman on board. Is you know they they made a scene where the first mate complained about it, and then Johnny Depp has to tell him, "Oh, she's got to be here," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, like, e- even though they were depicting a time when there wouldn't have been any women on board, they still found a way to include women. Yeah. So it's always been inclusive.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I, it just reminds me of Hell, even the, parrots were allowed. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's just like with the Star Wars... Actually, fran- it was a macaw, I believe. It's like with the Star Wars franchise, the Ghostbusters franchise, you know, this whole... Now, now there's, like, this third-wave, fourth-wave feminism aspect that they got to punch into these yeah. reboots. And we all know how well those do at the box office. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look at that last Ghostbusters there, uh, the remake. That bombed, like, worse than Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So,
0: and that's actually one of the big reasons why they decided to do another one with uh, Ackroyd and... and uh, whoever else has signed on for it anyway but you know they're trying to bring back the original cast and that's why because the the all female Ghostbusters bombed at the box office it did all right on it's first weekend release but then after that it tapered off fast yeah because
1: everyone that first came that first weekend they went home and told all their friends don't see this piece of shit this sucks yeah. It is the opposite. It is the opposite of funny. Let me tell you. And then Star Wars, same thing. Like you know, they 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 totally fucked up the Star Wars franchise. I st- honestly, I stopped. I stopped the. Uh, you know the the original trilogy. You know, like. Uh, you know, I've or- watched almost all of them, but
0: I have a tendency, and I always have, that. I don't watch a movie and judge it based on the ones that have come before it. I generally just watch it for itself. I don't care about continuity and all that kind of stuff for the most part. That's how I've always watched the Star Trek movies when they came out, and that's how I've always watched the Star Wars movies. That's my mindset when I go into whether it's a series or a standalone movie. My mindset is I'm watching it as a standalone movie, and does it stand alone well? Yeah. So I, I never really had a major problem with any of the, uh, the prequels or the uh, sequels that have come out since then in the Star Wars franchise, but I suppose if I were to sit down and look at it from the franchise point of view, I would probably find things to complain about, like, yeah, like- Jar Jar Binks.
1: Yeah, that was that was terrible. That character, but uh, you know, like the the original trilogy, like you know, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars: A New Hope, like the original trilogy, to me. I like it, how they, you
0: listed them perfectly backwards.
1: I, yeah, I did that. On, <laughs> I did that on purpose. Yeah, uh, but no, that that original trilogy was uh, <clears throat> to me that was all you really needed in the storyline. And if they wanted to do a you know a prequel like you know Darth Vader's origin and this and that, you know I understood okay the next couple movies after that, but now the, the last two three movies it's just been a yeah. I, I I I can't even be bothered because like just what's the, cash the message? Cow
0: for Disney and they're just milking it.
1: Yeah, it's like wait, so what are we gonna what are we gonna do now? Like Darth Vader's great 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 grandpa? Yeah, or. Uh, you know, I, I gotta or, say
0: though, I watched uh solo and that one was pretty good. I liked it.
1: Yeah. I don't remember if I've watched Rogue One. <laughs> but but you know, I'm I'm that way when it comes to like it could even be like, you know, I'm a I'm a horror movie junkie and I always hated like fucking even though I collected them all. But like, you know, like the the night uh nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. uh, Friday the thirteenth halloween you know i was a glutton i keep getting these sequels and prequels and reboots (laughs) but really you you get the original one or two movies from each of those franchises and those were the best yeah and everything else
0: after that you could tell they were just milking the cow
1: yeah just uh just terrible cash grabs and fucking yeah, like there's there's no originality in Hollywood. It's, it's all like, you know, try and copy what made that series good or try and do a reboot or a remake of this old movie.
0: Yeah, definitely now it's obvious that there's no originality left because that is all they're doing is reboots.
1: Yeah. You know, there's
0: like, no original stories coming out lately. They're doing reboots so and remakes and what was... Uh, uh the the first star wars one with uh john boyega and uh daisy the characters when when she right at the end she hands luke his old lightsaber at top of the mountain that whole movie the entire time i was watching it i was like i've seen this this is a new hope that's yeah. all they've done. They've recycled the story of A New Hope. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> That's bad. all it was. It, you know, different characters, maybe different places, but it was basically the same story as A New Hope. And, and they telegraphed it so bad, too. Like, when when that little ball droid shows up with uh, Daisy Ridley, it, it was like when Luke met R2-D2. You know, like, just, (laughs) like, there was so many scenes that I, when I watched that movie, there was so many scenes when I, I literally went, like, this is exactly what happened in A New Hope, just with different characters.
1: Yeah. They just, uh, they, they lack originality, and, and. So and it's bad enough they, they got to make all these reboots and remakes, but then they got to just ruin and bastardize them, adding the the new uh, political correctness, the new wave feminism, yeah. the, all the touchy feely modern leftist bullshit stuff, and and not just go for just the sheer entertainment. Yeah. The, well, you know. Any anyone that sees a movie, they either want to see fighting and action, fucking and nudity, (laughs) you know, or fucking great special effects, fucking uh, lasers, whatever, fucking space. Like they they don't care necessarily about the fucking morality play and the fucking some great message behind it, because if the movie's got enough good. Fighting, fucking, and special effects and gore and you know what it, it'll it'll fucking come through. like you look at look at some of our guilty pleasures, a eh? house House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, real realistically, the story was fucking brutal, but it was such a good fucking movie because it was just pure pure gore and terror. And then you know the, his his sequels to that. Like fucking uh, Rob Zombie, pure genius. Quentin Tarantino, pure genius. Yep. These guys, these guys aren't overthinking the fucking plots. No. Yeah. You know, I gotta they, they, tell
0: you though, when I first watched uh, Solo, the first scene where they show uh, Lando at the uh, poker table or whatever the hell, which, whichever game it was, I think it was poker. They show Lando there. Before the camera got close enough, I could have sworn that was Billy D. Williams. Oh yeah, <laughs> they they did a really good job with the character of Lando, uh, portrayed by uh, Donald Glover. Okay. But uh, yeah, before the camera got close enough, I could have sworn it was Billy D. Williams.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drinking a
1: smooth Colt forty-five.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 who remembers those
1: commercials, yeah, who remembers those commercials eh yeah you know, now, <laughs> now it's now it's racist to have a black guy advertising for malt liquor eh yeah <laughs> uh, unreal, hey you up for some would you rather
0: sure, we're at the hour mark now, so that'll wrap her up,
1: yeah, yeah, so uh the I have to say the spiel again for first time viewers listeners. We play, we have this regular game, Would You Rather. I asked Destri a few ridiculous, silly, whatever questions, and he gives me his, uh, you know, his best answer uh, off the cuff. And, uh, yeah, so let's get to it. Number one, would you rather have three feet or three legs or three hands – Slash three arms.
0: I think I'd have to go with the arms. Because walking with three legs, I think, would be uh, a little more difficult to get used to doing. It uh, requires a much different gait and such. Whereas uh, having three arms would be pretty handy. You could... (laughs) there's so many things that you could do with a third arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not talking
1: about sex, are we?
0: No, no. A little oh. bit of extra self-loving. It'll always feel like someone different, I don't know. <laughs> you
1: when you got your you got your lady friend by the hips with your first two uh, sets of arms, and then you got the you got the old shocker going with your third arm. yeah. <laughs> uh, or you, you uh,
0: can jerk off and still drive with two hands.
1: <laughs> you could, yeah, you could jerk off and drive and still be within compliance. Or, uh, you know, or, or like you could delegate. Like, okay, this this hand's going to be for eating. This hand's going to be for uh, wiping my ass, and my third hand—that's just exclusive for my cock and balls. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I could see the. Uh, but then again... Typical three.
0: men, though, that's where we go with that idea. Eh? Right. <laughs> yeah. Women would be like, well, I got an extra hand for, you know, help me out in the kitchen and whatever. <laughs> Not yeah. to say that women are supposed to be in the kitchen, but, you know, that's most yeah. likely where a lot of women's minds would go rather than sex.
1: Well, you don't think they'd be like, oh, I could have three hands to flick the bean with. <laughs>
0: Well, you never know. I'm sure there's some women that would think that way, but most women I know don't think about that a whole lot, or at or least weren't. they don't seem to.
1: I know. women women are getting more and more sexually dead by the year. Yeah. I think I think, uh, I think it's uh, all the fucking prescriptions they're on, the hormones in the in the drinking water, and they're just fucking plain crazy now with the politics. <laughs> but that's another story. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're in agreement on that one. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, three three hands, eh?
0: <laughs> I give that hands. three
1: thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Well, oh, getting back to that, the, one of the detriments too, like you say, with having three legs or three feet. So if you got like three three legs. Yeah, like you say, walking is going to be interesting, especially where where's your which way's your dick and balls going to be? Uh, you know, where are they going to be located and how yeah.
0: uncomfortable? Yeah, that that requires a whole design of the lower human body. Yeah, a whole redesign there.
1: Yeah, it could be it could be a prickly situation. Plus, it's probably
0: yeah. easier to get a shirt with an extra sleeve than it is to get pants with an extra leg. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we agree on that one. Number two, would you rather lose your sense of taste for the rest of your life or lose your sense of smell for the rest of your life?
0: Actually, I don't think you can really lose either and not the other because they're so tied together. Well, this is a hypothetical, though. <laughs> Oh we're speaking hypothetical I never learned that language
1: <laughs> I don't I know you do have, you do have some autism in you but it it, yeah. it it works for you though
0: yeah I don't know it's uh, that's a tough one actually you I mean know, you losing, get so much- losing your sense of smell there's so many bad smells that you wouldn't have to put up with. You could be a garbage man and make good money and not have to worry about the smell.
1: (laughs) But at the same time, you could be you know while you may have no sense of smell others around you and if you and if you're like really ripe or you let an obnoxious fart go and you don't realize how much you don't realize
0: how bad it is.
1: Or you got that stank breath and you don't realize you're offending everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah, I, a- I think
0: I would go with losing my uh, sense of taste because that's not really all that bad. It's not like oh. you can't eat. You just aren't going to enjoy it as much. But <laughs>
1: well, let me play devil's advocate now. Taking, uh, and You can be so the
0: perfect guy for women, too, because you don't care about the taste.
1: <laughs> oh, this is true. Yeah, it <laughs> makes you that much more enthusiastic eating ass, eh? Yeah. Not not uh, that
0: either one of us cares about the taste of the pussy. We both love that, but, you know.
1: <laughs> pussy, ass, it's all <laughs> south of the equator, it's whatever. Uh, but, yeah, if you lose your sense of, sense of taste, though, there's so much mouth pleasure we get from eating food. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, like, oh, like chocolate, uh, burgers and steak and, you know, so many goodies, sweets. Uh... But the flip side of that is, it
0: would be much easier to stick to a diet.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. So a sense of sense. you'd of... no
0: longer be craving steaks and burgers and cakes and.
1: <laughs> and you okay, do gotta have... go get no. some. <laughs> yeah, food, food, uh, food uh, loses its meaning pretty much. <clears> then, <throat>
0: yeah, then it's, then, it's literally just fuel. Exactly no cravings yeah because you know i mean there are not a lot of people but there are some uh bodybuilders and such who are as healthy as they are because they've trained their mind not to crave certain foods and stuff like that and they do regard food as just a fuel yeah they they don't live to eat they eat to live so i think that would be a, a positive side of losing the your sense of taste
1: See, originally I was going to go against you, but now I agree. So I guess we're, <laughs> so, now I we're, we're, so we're two for two once again in agreement. <laughs> yeah, lose your sense of taste. It's fine and dandy.
0: But then I wouldn't be able to taste this great French vanilla coffee.
1: Yeah. All right, are you ready for number three? Yeah. Third and final question. Would you rather only physically be able to shout all of the time or only physically be able to whisper all of the time? Like what I what I mean by this question is when you want to converse with someone whether they're close or far yeah. You're only capable of either shouting or whispering.
0: I think I'd have to go with only whispering, because if they can't hear you, you can get closer. But if you're only shouting and you're like right in front of each other, that gets real annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, like imagine like you know you're sitting sitting next to your buddy or your sweetie or whatever, and at the coffee shop, and you're like.
0: Yeah, exactly. That becomes really disruptive in public. Yeah. Whereas like, only whispering, that wouldn't be a problem in public. It wouldn't be disruptive anyway. It just means you'd have to lean in to talk to people.
1: Yeah, well, like you're at the coffee shop with your sweetie, and 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 you're you're trying to have an intimate conversation, but yeah. everyone in the I shop, love you. <laughs> I really like the way you sucked my cock. <laughs> Everyone's like, Everyone's traumatized. That thing you off. did to my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, but, Children around, mothers covering ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, let me play devil's advocate here. So and look at the other side of things. If you're only able to whisper, I mean, now imagine like uh, you're drowning or there's a, a, <laughs> a fire... Oh, and you need help and assistance, help. and you're like, help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be, but
0: you're gonna stick with uh, the whisper, eh? I think so. I think overall, that's the uh, the best choice.
1: All right, what do you folks at home think?
0: Yeah, join in, play along,
1: play along. Send us, send us a comment. Give us an opinion. Yeah. That uh that reminds me, uh you know, uh we've been uh I've been wondering how to bring this up tactfully without getting our channel taken right down. Maybe we'll save it for another episode, uh but uh I think you know where I'm getting at. Uh, we've been noticing some fuckery. Oh, yes. Yeah. Some fuckery with our analytics, but we might save that for another episode as we do do yeah, more. Yeah, I think we'll watch it a
0: little a little more and uh, save that for another episode. Just keep an uh, keep an eye on it and uh, build up some evidence.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to jump the gun just yet, but it does seem kind of. Yeah, you know, we've we've had things where we've we've seen a number of views pop up. Yeah. and we, we assume that's the number. And then we check later, and the number has reduced. Yeah, and uh, and drastically. Like,
0: and I mean, obviously, we're not so uh, egotistical to think that we're being targeted here, but it does seem that the algorithm is screwing up somewhere, and yes. not in our favor.
1: No, like we're not. We're not big YouTubers or podcasters, but clearly there's some fuckery, so it has to be a a systemic thing Mm -hmm. across the board where they're fucking around with the algorithm, like you say, and it's affected us adversely. Because, you know, when you look one day and the number is higher and then you look another day and the views are lower. Yeah,
0: because people can't unview your video yeah Uh, that's that's what makes me curious about that
1: but we'll just we'll just leave that for now we're gonna keep keep an eye on things there's
0: a a tease for you we'll we'll get (laughs) into it in another episode
1: Uh, we'll keep you posted on uh, how things uh progress maybe just by us putting that out there on the on the webosphere maybe someone at youtube listening uh Probably not, but uh, if there is someone at YouTube listening, perhaps they can enlighten us as to how yeah. that and, and maybe we won't uh, close out with
0: our usual salute today and see if that makes a difference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean my, 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 my warm, uh, friendly...
0: Affectionate uh, salute to Susan Wajiki?
1: <laughs> yes, uh, YouTube CEO Susan Wajiki. Uh, we love you. We absolutely love you. I would, I would eat your ass <laughs> if it meant if it meant more subscribers and views. I, I would do it. I would do it on YouTube if that. that <laughs> even though you are homely looking and probably a communist, I would do that for the sake of our channel. I would eat your ass, Susan Wojcicki.
0: We were doing all right there until you brought up the homely looking.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even like, know
0: what she looks like. I haven't even seen a picture of her, so I can't say.
1: She looks like a, le- a closeted lesbian
0: librarian. Oh, so like uh, Sarah Huckety Buckety Slanders?
1: Something like that. Only a, <laughs> a kind of like a blonde, uh, you know, like a blonde uh, librarian slash Karen slash Boomer chick. So
0: not one of those librarians that could be totally hot if they let their hair down and took off the
1: thick glasses. Brother, the only way this chick is going to be hot is if she had like hundred grand worth of plastic surgery and got about 15 years younger. That's, uh, I'll <laughs> leave it at that. All righty. But Susan Wojcicki, if you're out there listening... Unlike, we still love you. We still love you. And I'll I, I will gladly eat your ass if that will make you happy and give us more more uh, views and not fuck with our channel. So uh, I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> All righty. And on that note, folks, we shall see you next week. Tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Ooh, yeah.